0: Summer is the time when one sheds one's tension with one's clothes, and the right kind of day is jeweled balm for the battered spirit. A few of those days and you can become drunk with the belief that all's right with the world. From Ada Louise Huxtable, 1921-2013, to Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanaja Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the almanac for July 19th to 26th, 2019. We're coming into the last quarter of the buck moon, and here are some natural and unnatural events. Some conservative critics of the environmental movement vehemently charge them with trying to start a new religion, and then many Greens equally vigorously deny the charge. But really, why fight it? New spiritual visions are an ancient and honorable human tradition. The Jewish prophets formed a new monotheistic religion built on the old tribal polytheisms of their region. The Muslims did much the same. So did the Buddhists, building theirs on the foundation of Hinduism. The new green religion has its prophets like Emerson and Thoreau, Rachel Carson, and Aldo Leopold. It has its saints like John Muir and Butterfly Hill. It has its icons like the whale and the dolphin and the wolf. And it has its pope, Bill McKibben. It has its fundamentalists like Greenpeace, Earth First, and PETA. It has its vision of the apocalypse with the world ending in fire. And let's face it, the environmental movement has its heretics and apostates like George W. Bush, Donald Trump, and I fear, myself. And it's time for a penitent confession. To feel green, I mow part of our lawn with an old-fashioned rotary push mower and let much of the rest of the grass go long. I smugly walk everywhere I can, and then I drive my pickup two and a half hours to our camp to commune with nature by mowing down an acre or more with a gas-guzzling power mower, while toads, moles, grasshoppers flee in all directions. Or are flayed to mush by the roaring monster, I carefully carry spiders and even hornets out of the house, and then I set mouse traps and bait them when the little critters get too numerous. I eat organic vegetables and brown rice, and then I turn around and have cheese puffs and a soda for a snack. Well, mia culpa, I am drowning polar bear cubs and flooding Bangladesh. I am plagued by green guilt, and I'm not the only one. Good greens drive their quiet, cute hybrids around town with little thought of how they will dispose of those massive batteries loaded with poisonous heavy metals when the time comes. Polluting industries purchase carbon shares like medieval sinners buying indulgences. And even Al Gore's Nashville Palace probably burns more kilowatt hours in a day than an entire Afghan village burns in a year. Alas, we've got a long way to go. But here's a rank opinion. We have also come a very long way. Setting aside green guilt and environmental error for a moment, we are right now living through what may be the greatest popular revelation our species has ever experienced. A mere 50 years ago, educated, knowledgeable people had very little sense of the intricately interconnected web of life, very little awareness of being part of a whole living biosphere. But today, earth flags are flying from Beijing to Baltimore, and wolf t-shirts are worn by children from Texas to Tibet, and we can see them all in our own living rooms. Call it God, call it Mother Earth, call it the Creator or the Great Spirit, a mighty change is coming, and it's coming fast. It's an exceedingly exciting time to be alive. We're not there yet, and some of us may not see it, but we're on the way to living once again in an enchanted, an enchanting world, and at long last, feeling at home in nature. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. First from Lyndon Johnson, 1908 to 1973. If future generations are to remember us with gratitude rather than contempt, we must leave them more than the miracles of technology. We must leave them a glimpse of the world as it was in the beginning, not just after we got done with it. And from Wendell Berry, The only possible guarantee of the future is responsible behavior in the present.